Is that better? Yay. Oh, Jesus, Lord of mercy. We're there. Hear me now, okay. hear me now. I can hear you now. You're going to have to ban him, you know. Mama, Abubu there. <laughs> Look, Abubu there. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. You're going to have to ban him, David. Oh, I was telling telling Craig about the song. He'd never heard of it. But is as that... he always said, is trust Desmond to find it. Uh, uh, <laughs> and then I told him, it's a song you sang as a kid. That's right, yes. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Because it was it was like nursery rhymes for us. You know? Mama, look. And the funny thing is, it's surprising what you pick up as a child, which you don't remember um, until your later adult years. It suddenly flashes into your some deep recesses of your memories like oh hang on i know this i learned this as a kid it's okay, weird you were standing in the shower and then i'm all, I'm all there <laughs> yes <laughs> anyway enough of missiles how's <laughs> your week been oh good i put a new bathroom heater in this one is like a fat one above the door so now you walk oh. in there and it blasts you with heat. It's very nice. Oh, but from your head down. Yeah, 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 above you. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but it's temperature controlled. So you remember before you used to have ones in bathrooms, you pull the little cord and it would just blow away money because it's a fan heater. This yeah. one is a ceramic one, so it works slightly differently. Oh, but like, yeah, literally it, it kicks in a... Well, it's not the little mini one that you plug in. This one yeah. is like a proper, I don't know. 40 centimeters along or whatever but uh wow. it only it only you set it at a temperature and at the minute it's at 28 so if we walk in the bathroom and it gets lower than that it just turns itself on and blasts us and then turns off again oh, so like literally good. i just heard it going for like the last minute just to top up the heat and is it effective yeah oh yeah, good yeah. but ceramics all the rage at the minute yeah and in I those li little and those little heaters yeah there's like a yeah. million adverts for them I think we should all live in to go back to living in tents. You, you camped once with me. <laughs> I did. Do you know I haven't? Well, no, I was going to say I've had nightmares of the camping experience. All right, cinema. I, you, I was going to say I've had nightmares of the camping experience. Not quite nightmares. What I remember particularly is the log fire, the the campfire session. All sitting well, around burning your shredded paper, burning yes, and throwing it all on the log and having massive logs burn and sitting around there and get out, getting all our clothes completely consumed by smoke and smelling like you know I don't know burnt out, whatever. And we're there talking about all sorts of crazy things. Those memories fun last times. long. Sorry, I said fun oh, times. I've I've got all the pictures memories. as well. It's the marshmallows that was funny. It was the, the cooking of marshmallows on a stick or something or a, whatever, an iron prod or what I can't remember. But that that's what was funny as well. And people love it. What is it yeah. with bloody marshmallows? Oops. I don't know. I don't even know what they're made of. Sugar, but, you know, other things. You might be still here at 99. Yes, but Desmond, you are saying 160 years ago is not that long ago for you. No, it's not. 
you're not that ancient. No, but listen, I'm almost half of that. I'm all that almost half that age. So it only needs two of me, and then we're there. So when you think about it in those contexts, it's not, you know, it's not. It's not that many generations ago. No, no, not at all. Sorry, I distracted myself. <laughs> Did any? <laughs> oh, Dave, we've had some. We've had some. Oh wow. God, do I remember that? Young, have you gifted heard and of a brown book called um, "The Wavers of Rancor"? The rather, no, not the wavers. Not the the wavers. wankers of what? No, the <laughs> waves, not the. <laughs> You've introduced a new word into my vocabulary. <laughs> <laughs> the word I've never used before, Dave. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, self jollification. <laughs> never heard it called that before, but <laughs> it's actually labelled as funny intro. Haven't used use it so, uh, somewhere. Oh, Dave, that's funny. Oh God, yeah. we've had a what little episode. We're on seventy-seven today. We're on... Dave. It's getting harder now. <laughs> I will tell. I share that much with you. I'm waiting for the 77 green bottles on the wall. 77 green bottles of beer. Was it? Bottles of beer. No, wasn't it something like you nine? Green... Yeah, but you do the numbers in it. Nine green bottles standing on the wall, and if one green yeah. bottle should I say ninety-four, there'll be eight green bottles standing on the wall. You got your headlines ready? Yeah, 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 yeah. Got them all ready. Lovely. Show 77. Here wow. we. Welcome to this week's Des and Dave. In America this week, election deniers deny. Voters punish Trump-backed Republican candidates. Kevin McCarthy has won the Republican Party's nomination to be Speaker in the new Congress. Critics of Donald Trump blame the former president for the party's poor showing. Donald Trump announced his third straight presidential bid in an extremely rare attempt by a former US leader to recapture the White House after losing an election. And finally, Elon Musk lifts Donald Trump's Twitter ban. And in other news, the UK Chancellor Jeremy Hunt has announced tax rises and spending cuts in the years to come to fix the black hole left by Liz Truss. Labour leader Sir Keir Starmer has said the party will abolish the House of Lords at the next election 
and replace it with a new reformed upper chamber. And the World Cup begins in Qatar. It's off to an interesting start with the controversy surrounding the competition. All this and more on this week's Des and Dave. Oh, I wish I was a punk rocker with flowers in my hair. In 77 and 69, revolution was in the air. I was born too late into a world that doesn't care. Oh, I wish I was a punk rocker with flowers in my hair. When the head of state didn't play guitar, not everybody drove a car. When music really mattered and when radio was king. When accountants didn't have control and the media couldn't buy your soul. When computers were still scary and we didn't know everything. Oh, I wish I was a punk rocker with flowers in my mouth. Lovely. Good choice, Desmond. Good choice. You could have had that for 69 or 77. Absolutely. Revolution was in <laughs> <laughs> we're in a state of revolution now aren't we Dave <laughs> believe believe especially if we're going to abolish the house of lords but we'll get there at the end so what's kicking us off this week Des well election denies denied and um, voters in the six battleground states where Donald Trump tried to reverse the 2020 election result rejected Trump's election denying candidates Every single one of them in this year's midterms. Now, voters in the six battleground states where Donald Trump tried to reverse the elections, um, as I have already said, <laughs> I'll provide you some examples of the 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 loss by the um, the Republicans. Mark Kelly, who's an Arizona Democrat overwhelmingly defeated Blake Masters, who's the Trump-backed Republican. That's important. Which gave the Democrats 49 seats in the Senate. Then, Catherine Cortez Mastro, who's a Nevada Democrat, narrow, narrowly defeated Adam Laxalt, another Trump-backed Republican, which gave Democrats 50 seats in the Senate, giving Vice President Kamala Harris the tie-breaking vote. Now, Herschel Walker, another Trump-backed Republican, and Steve Warnock, who's Democrat, are locked in a tie for the Georgia Senate seat in the House of Representatives. And this will be resolved in early December because they're tying at the moment. And if Warnock or the Democrats win, this could give the Democrat Party a two-seat Senate majority. Here's an important one. Kerry Lake, who is another Trump-backed Republican and 2020 election denier lost to Democrat Katie Hobbs for governor of Arizona. And it's the latest sign that Americans are saying no to Trumpism. Um, the uh, um, Washington Post writes that the candidates for Secretary of State in Michigan, Arizona, and Nevada, who had all echoed Trump's false accusations, all lost their contest. And a fourth candidate never made it out of the May primary in Georgia. So in Pennsylvania, one of the nation's most prominent election deniers, lost his bid for governor, the job that would have given him the power to appoint 
the Secretary of State and therefore could have rejected the voters' choice in Pennsylvania. And um, there were no red waves. Uh, the pollsters got it wrong. The American public voted, voters rather, voted against election deniers. And this demonstrates that the January 6th Select Committee work was actually quite vital. And we've got a short audio here of Liz Cheney and Mike Pence interview, and they're both commenting on Trump, and this is important. I'm going to take you back to your first congressional campaign. It was August 2016. <laughs> I flew out there, uh, and we spent a Friday evening on a street corner a couple blocks from your parents' high school in Casper, Wyoming. At that time, you told me that, quote, there's no question that Trump is the better choice. You, you accurately said he will probably shake things up. Um, it, you know, there's no hindsight here, but what would you, you know, if you can go back in time and what would you say to yourself? What would you say to Paul Ryan? What would you say to Mitch McConnell? What, like, what did people do wrong six years ago, six and a half, seven years ago? Did they not appreciate the threat that he was? Certainly. Um, I think that, uh, you know, Donald Trump is, is very clearly a very dangerous man. Um, I don't think that, uh, that we appreciated how dangerous he was. Um, I think that post the election of 2020 and post January 6th, um, there's absolutely no excuse and no defense. Nobody can now claim we don't know how dangerous he is because we've all watched it and lived through it. President or the White House that day. We do know that the former president could announce any day now that he's running for president yet again. Given all that you witnessed in the Capitol on that day, this is a pretty straightforward question, a yes or a no. Do you believe that Donald Trump should ever be president again? David, I think that's up to the American people. But I think we'll have better choices in the future. You know, the people of this country actually get along pretty well once you get out of politics. And I think they want to see their national leaders start to reflect that same, that same compassion and generosity of spirit. And I think, uh, so in the days ahead, I, I, think, I think there will be better choices. Better choices than Donald Trump. Um, and uh, for me and my family, we uh, will be reflecting about what our role is in that. Will you run for president in 2024? Well, we're giving it consideration in our house, prayerful consideration. Do you believe you can beat Donald Trump? Well, that would be for others to say, and it'd be for us to decide whether or not we'd want to test that. So if you decide to run and he's up there, so be it. <laughs> Sounds like the Republican jury is out. Trump is toast. Yeah, but they just don't want to say that so loudly. No, they don't do that. It's true, they don't. <laughs> well, he announced his, his president's, uh, you know, run for presidency this week, and you just think to yourself, okay... But it was a poor performance. Even Fox News had to pull away from putting the whole hour of verbiage out. Like, it, yeah, he yeah. didn't do it with his normal lackluster stuff, and it was just constant lies. But 
We expect nothing less. We expect nothing less. We've grown used to it, haven't we? It's become yeah. the norm now. It was just rather sad. But if we move on to Kevin McCarthy, um, the news broke that he won the Republicans' party nomination to be speaker in the new Congress. But however, he must win another vote in January to secure the role of Speaker of the House. So the, it appears at the moment that the Republicans are on the, the cusp of um, retaking the House of Rep, representative majority. And McCarthy has won his party's nomination to be Speaker in the new Congress. And uh, this was a closed door vote last Tuesday, uh, where he secured about 188 votes in his bid for leadership of the House. But he must win a majority vote of the full House. That's 218 votes in January to secure Which is every the single Republican. Absolutely. And if he wins, he will replace Nancy Pelosi as Speaker of the House, who has recently retired. She has stepped down. So there will be a new Democrat leader, Speaker of the House, who will be obviously the minorities the minority speaker um but it must be remembered that president joe biden's democrats have already kept control of the senate um but the republican leadership in the senate may also face some hurdles after the florida senator rick scott informed colleagues um that of his intentions rather to challenge minority leader Mitch McConnell, who appears at the moment completely undisturbed by that uh, announcement. Um, it would mark the first opposition that McConnell has faced in about 15 years where he's been at the the, the helm. Um, but it's kind of signals a rift within the Republican Party in the um, aftermath or the wake of the disappointing results in the US midterm elections. But Democrats will continue to hold sway in the Senate after securing the 50 seats, um, one, which is one more than the Republicans, and a, a runoff election in the Georgia next month with Herschel Walker, uh, um, with, um, Walker and, um, and Warnock will determine whether it's one or two seats majority that the Democrats have. So it's all getting rather heated at the moment. Hello? Are you waiting for me to put a clip? <laughs> no, 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 no. I was just going to ask you. No, there's no clips. It's just I'm um, just inviting you at the moment. I thought we'd well, lost it's, it's, it's all to play for, really, isn't it? Yes, it's not. not you know, I just suppose there's a great deal to comment on, is there, really, Dave, on that we one? Don't, we, don't, we don't know what they're actually going to do. No, Will all 218 absolutely. support uh, McCarthy? Who's going to be Mitch's rival? Yes, exactly. Who's going to be Mitch's? Well, yeah. Well, uh, McConnell doesn't appear to be too concerned about um, Rick Scott. I mean, Rick Scott made a bit of a mess of the of of leading the um, the, 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 the 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 parties, the Republicans' assault on the the, the two houses. So, you know, I don't think people are going to be too worried about that. However, the critics of Donald Trump, um, and there appears to be a lot of them at the moment, 
that blamed the former presidents for the party's poor showing. Now, this is a really quite interesting situation at the moment. Um, and the news that the Democrats have held the US Senate after midterm elections this week uh, has sparked a lot of recriminations within the Republican Party. And critics of um, former president, and I think we need to call him the former president, blamed him for the poor showing, while other Republicans faulted their Senate leader, Mitch McConnell. The White House, meanwhile, has made its strongest indication yet that President Joe Biden will run for re-election. The race for the U.S. House of Representatives remains uncalled. Republicans are still favored to win the lowest chamber of Congress, which would severely hamper President Biden's plan. But their likely majority is shrinking as votes continue to be counted. It's very small, the lead. We, you know, we didn't see the big red wave. Um, and so whatever majority they have will be rather slender. It, this is what is predicted at the moment. And um, the U.S. network projected the Democrats had held two seats in Arizona and Nevada, retaining control of the upper agenda, as we've already described. And this is the third election in a row that Trump has lost. That's cost us the result, which is what a lot of Republicans are saying. Um, they're also saying that that um, they're tired of hearing Trump continuously say we would be there would be so much winning that we would be tired of winning and republicans are now saying well we're tired of losing but the real test would be whether trump's allies turn on him in the days and weeks ahead and history's always always suggested in american history this is that the party controlling the white house usually loses seats in midterm elections and Democrats' performance this year is considered the best for a sitting party for a, an awful long time. Um, I believe some people say it goes all the way back to this 1960s, um, and which is suggested could be as, as much as, what, um, uh, for, for 60 or whatever years. The pundits in Washington says, that, 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 it, that, that they, which is what the media had been saying, was that that um, the Democrats couldn't win because of history, 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 um, which is what Nancy Pelosi told the, um, the the told the media. But Democrats never accepted the the forecast and focused on the contrast between themselves and their opponent. Um, and we, we've got a, a short audio of the Democrat response to midterm re election results. And uh, if, perhaps if we could play that. What happened to the red wave, Congresswoman? <laughs> Can't believe John Fetterman won. This is, in fact, bad for the Democrats. They're going to misread this. It's like, oh, we won. Joe Biden was not punished. And maybe this would give Republicans pause about running and promoting election denying, conspiracy theory, pushing democracy destroying candidates uh, but you know for a fact it won't but more importantly what this proves is that for those keeping track on abortion related ballot measures at home you look at states like michigan california vermont kentucky kansas and montana they all claimed victory 
because a woman's right to choose is the most popular opinion across America. As I said, women in America made their voices heard, man. I said last year that one of the most extraordinary things about the Dobbs decision is what was about to challenge American women when the justice said, let's see, they have it in their power, basically saying, let's see what they're going to do. Well, guess what? Y'all showed up and beat the hell out of them. <laughs> oh, go on, good. What do you think, yeah. Dave? Uh, well, <laughs> what's interesting is, even though they've lost the House, the Democrats feel like they've won. Because you hold the Senate, which is great. So you know, and if we, if in the runoff in December, uh, Warnock wins against Herschel, then it's it's even easier because then they're allowed to do even more things than they're allowed to do now. But yeah. I was wondering, technically, the House has passed a lot of legislation, and as famously Mitch McConnell said, then the Senate is where things go to die. So it can the Senate pass any old House bills? that have already been passed by a previous house, or does it only apply to the current session? I would imagine that as long as it's brought to the house, to the Senate rather, that it's, it would, it's, it would be. But what I mean is all the things that the house has voted on during the Democrats time of being in control, like make Desmond King, make David uh, Prince, blah, blah, blah. They've voted on all that. It's done. It's approved. It was meant to go to the Senate, but it never got there. Well, they you mean reversals you're talking about? No, no, not necessarily reversals, but just stuff they've passed in the House that then never made it to the Senate. And now, if the Senate gets this extra um, one from Warnock um, keeping his seat, then can they not pass stuff that the House had previously tried to send through to the Senate? Or does it all get dissolved because it's a new session? I would imagine that the House would House of Representative would need to endorse it again for it really? to really okay. I I would that's what I would imagine that would. This is where we need an American pundit that knows we, this stuff. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, but my my view is that I think it would be need to be re-endorsed or re, or, or represented by the the House, and that ain't going to happen, obviously, with um, with the Republicans in control, um, but. I think we also must bear in mind that we still have the two Democrats who are kind of presented themselves in the last term as pseudo-Republicans, which is Cinema and our other friend, um, Mr. Joe Public. We, we've got problems. We've got problems with those two, and and the question is. <laughs> They can block, but however, the, on the good, on the more positive side, is that it would then require fewer um, Republicans to support uh, a Democrat Senate motion for it to go through. So it's yeah, you're right. It's, what an interesting time ahead for American politics. And Bring the question. And the question everybody's wait, been waiting for is that Monsieur Trump announced his third straight presidential bid um, in an extremely rare attempt. This is unusual for a former U.S. leader to to go after the House after losing the White House, rather after losing an election, and. 
He doesn't carry too many Republican blessings with him. He clearly feels... <laughs> the, the speech, I don't know if you heard it, Dave, or you listened to it. It lasted more than an hour. And I would be honest with you, I began to listen to it and then I switched off because it was it was largely a mix of boasts about his presidential record, which are lies, which were lies. And also attacks on the first two years of Joe Biden's presidency. And he he has a base of loyal supporters. Nobody will dispute that. And after four years in office, many of those supporters now hold positions of authority within the Republican Party. So he can manipulate quite a lot of um, stuff within the Republican Party. But his speech highlighted many of his weaknesses and particularly key weaknesses. Like he glossed over the hardship and the um, uh, missteps that he took during the COVID pan pandemic. He totally ignored his months of election denials that culminated in the January 6th attack on the US Capitol by a mob of his supporters. He attempted to defend the Republican Party's poor performance in the in last week's midterm elections and um, his support for the losing candidates, um, which has led to growing criticism from conservatives. Um, and he rode his his movement to the presidency six years ago. But this time round, his bid is a bit frightening, actually. Um, and this is, in a nutshell, why I think his bid on this occasion is a little bit daunting for Americans as well as the world. Now, eight years ago, Trump, Trump was a political blank slate. He had no record as an office holder and voters could um, project their hopes and desires on him. Um, he could make most extraordinary um, and expansive promises uh, because one of his favorite phrases was so much winning. Um, you know, we will win till we can't, you know, get tired of winning. Um, uh, and he was able to do this without critics pointing to any of his past failures. But that's not the case anymore. His most notable policy achievements during those four years in office are tax cuts for the rich and criminal justice reform in appointing loads and loads of Republican judges. And But Republicans will now remember his inability to repeal democratic health care reforms, you know, um, all this about repeal, um, repeal and replace Obamacare. It didn't happen. And his repeated promises of infrastructure investment that never happened. You know, he was always going to, you know, um, infrastructure, infrastructure, it just did not happen. And then there's his handling of the coronavirus pandemic, which will open him up to attacks on many fronts. And then he's got in his rearview mirror the shadow of January 6th. He'll have to defend the way he handled the end of his presidency and his role 
in the January 6th attack on the on the US Capitol. And the, the, there are things that are going to remain in people's head, things like the image of supporters waving Trump banners and the tear gas as they ransacked the Capitol and and and, and um, temporarily halted the peaceful transition of power. That's not going to be easily forgotten. And then, of course, the midterm elections demonstrated that what happened that day and and Trump's words and actions in the weeks leading up to it may still be influencing voter behavior. Um, and many of the Republican candidates who offered full vocal support for Trump's refusal to accept the results of the 2020 20 elections, they lost. They lost their, their nomination. Um, and then he's got legal headaches. And we discussed some of this uh, in the couple of weeks ago. And, and one of the reasons that quite a few people appear to um, b believe that Trump is eager to launch another presidential bid is that it will allow him to frame his multiple criminal and and civil investigations as part of a um, a larger political vendetta, as he often says, a witch hunt, a hoax. So while that might work for public relation purposes, Trump's legal exposure in these cases is very real. The former president is defending himself against a criminal election tampering inquiry in Georgia, a civil fraud case targeting his business empire in New York. But this is why he stood. He hopes that it's going to absolutely does. Yep, yep. Um, so I invite you to comment on this, Dave, as I go along. So do do feel free to to um, to, to. I feel like I stopped you midway through a list. Isn't there nine? There are. There there are. Um, and um, a defamation lawsuit involving a sexual assault allegation. Um, you're, you're absolutely right. Federal probes into his role in the Capitol attack. And then his post-presidential handling of classified material. Now, that is not all of it, but it's a lot. Now, any of these investigations could lead to full-blown trials that would dominate the headlines and at least temporarily derail Trump's campaign plans. And um, DeSantis must be sitting there think, wringing his hands thinking, yeah, I don't have to do anything. I can remain perfectly quiet. Don't have to say anything. He, this man will self-destruct. But at best, it would be a costly distraction. And at worst, it could include massive financial penalty. Or even, Dave, as you've often said, the orange jumpsuit. <laughs> so prison could be on the horizon for him. Let's also, hope. <laughs> let's hope. But, Dave, I've got three other, and I'm pleased I'm inviting you to comment on these as well. Um, he's also got, on this occasion, tougher opponents. What, you mean he's, in terms of DeSantis? Absolutely. And DeSantis is, Yunkin is another one who may put his, his, um, his you know, his head may rise above the parapet. Um, and you've also got a number of others who might be, Mike Pence might be putting himself forward, as he's indicated there, that it's possible that he could be. So I think the field will be 
much tougher on this occasion because the last time he faced off against a Florida governor, governor um, considered to be the party's favorite at the time. And I don't know if you can remember this. It was a guy called Jeb, Jeb Bush. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he was part of the Bush family. But he proved a paper tiger. He was out of step with the Republican um, base on immigration and education policy. So if Trump wants a nomination in 2024, he will have to go through a Florida governor again in Ron DeSantis, who's just won, as we all know, an overwhelming re-election victory that suggests he is in tune with his party's core supporters. So, But why he has been yet to be tested on the national stage, because I have got some reservations about this man's ability to punch hard. His political reputation is rising, um, DeSantis, but it's at this stage unclear if he will run. He's not indicated that he will run, but it's clearly uh, he's the Republican Party's New new kid on the block at the moment, and it's clearly really hissing, but no want of a better word, Trump off at the moment. He's, he sees him as a real, real um, concern. And then there's the popularity woes, right? On the eve of Trump's presidential announcement, a conservative group released a series of polls that showed Trump trailing DeSantis in a head-to-head contest by double digits among Republican voters in, in I think it was Iowa and uh, New Hampshire. And then according to recent exit polls, Trump is simply not very popular, including in the key states he would need to win to secure the presidency in the general election. And then and finally, Father Time. If he wins the presidency, Trump would be 78 years old when he's sworn in. Whilst that's the age Joe Biden was when he moved into the White House, it would make Trump the second oldest president in US history. Now, there's no guarantee that Trump can withstand the kinds of rigorous campaigning required to win the Republican nomination, because it's going to be tough. He's got, he's, he's, he's pitted against much younger candidates. Um, so it's not going to be an easy stage for him. But for all these reasons, Trump is really on a, I mean, I don't know, it's Mount Everest he's climbing. He's, he's really got an enormous, Mounted, yeah, but, but 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 remember what we said before there's no way he'll win the Republican nomination, and, and then he won, and then there's no way he'll become president. And then he became president, so part of me is like, huh, Dave. I think you make a very good point. The man is not to be underestimated, much as we do. I, I, you know, he may not be liked, he is not to be underestimated. You, you, you really don't know, you know, what he can do, but. I don't know if you heard the recent comments made by Rupert Murdoch in relation to Trump. No. Uh, oh, yeah, that he's not supporting him. He's but that's definitely... that's easier said than done because he doesn't really control Fox News in the same way. Yeah. But what appears to be happening is that they're also giving a lot more airtime to DeSantis. 
and that is really messing with Trump's head. Um, and he said some well, rather. Well, his his low his people have told him don't even put out your announcement, but yes. he didn't listen. Yeah. Also, the other thing they said to him was as well is that they don't want him to support because Herschel Walker and uh, and Warnock are in um, Warnock are involved in a um, in a tie in a runoff in uh, early December, I believe it is, and they have the Republican Party has warned Trump not to attend not to attend uh, um, any of the pre, pre-runoff, pre um, um, uh, you know, campaigning, um, they because they believe that he could lose them that seat. Um, but the problem is that Herschel Walker continues to be exposed. I'm trying to be very kind to Herschel Walker, um, although I probably I shouldn't be, but he's he's been making some speeches lately that have lost people. They don't really understand why, in the first instance, he's making the speeches and what he's actually saying. And we do have an audio of it. David and I really would welcome your comments after it. I want to tell you to keep the faith. Oh, you ever watch a stupid movie late at night, hoping it's going to get better, don't get better, but you keep watching it anyway? Because the other night, the other night I was watching this movie, I was watching this movie called Fright Night, Freak Night, or some type of night, but it was about vampires. I don't know if you know vampires are cool people, are they not? But I'm going to tell you something that I found out. A werewolf can kill a vampire. Did you know that? I never knew that, so I didn't want to be a vampire anymore. I wanted to be a werewolf. But then, anyway, as I'm watching this movie, and then you tell how stupid it is because it's one in the morning. So I'm watching my TV. Are these kids watching their TV or a vampire kill on their TV? What we need to do is get rid of those 87,000 RS agents that's going to go after you. Maybe we need to put some of those police officers in our school to protect our kids. That's what we need to do. That's what we need to do. But yet, 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 we got people in Washington that gotten too weak. All they want to do is let people ride their bike. That's what Senator Warnock is doing. Let Joe Biden ride his bike because he voted with him 96% of the time, which means he don't know what he's doing or he seems to love Joe Biden. I don't know which one it is, but I can tell you both of them is wrong. Dave, please comment. Well, originally, originally, I'm trying to follow his logic. So maybe he's describing Gogglebox, you know, the program watching people watching TV. And maybe they okay. were just watching a, a film. Uh, I don't know. What's that one called? Twilight? With the vampires okay. and the werewolves Werewolf. and they fight in it. Yeah. So maybe he's on about that. But what has this got to do with the political speech that you want to be the next senator from Georgia? What's this about the bike? Oh, I don't Did you, know. Uh, riding a bike and... Why are you trying to understand the man who's suffering with mental health difficulties and everyone <laughs> says it doesn't make sense? Now, at this moment, you decide to take this one sentence and or a couple of sentences and say, oh, what's he trying to say? Is there some deep philosophical meaning? He's mad, Desmond. He's mad. <laughs> that's, the, that's the way the psychologist would deem him. <laughs> He's a Trump nominee. He also sounds like a, sh a shoe polish or something. You know, like, oh, I'm going to go get some Herschel Walker. You know, like it's a barbecue cleaner. I don't know. It just it sounds like the, the name of something you'd buy. That's Stanley paintbrushes, you know. Anyway. 
Don't worry about him. Let's see what happens in the runoff. Let's see if Warnock can get his Democratic supporters out more than Herschel Walker can get out the madman. But, Dave, you also made a comment earlier on, was that Elon Musk has lifted Trump's twenter, twenter, twenter. His twenter ban. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, he may disintegrate twenter, so there may not be no twenter left. Should we, we, should we explain a little bit about who? Should we explain what all this is about? Because um, just to say that Trump was banned from Twitter in January 2021. Now Twitter's new owner, he's they claim he's the wealthiest man in the world, has said Trump's account has been reinstated after running a poll in which users narrowly back the move. He said, according to Musk, he says that the people have spoken and that 51.8% of more than 15 million Twitter users voted for the ban to be lifted. But the former president may not return to the platform, saying, I don't see any reason for it. His account was suspended in 2021 due to the risk and twat, <laughs> due to the risk of incitement to violence, and Twitter's previous management <laughs> acted just days after Trump's supporters stormed the cap- U.S. Capitol in Washington on January the sixth. And you know we, you know we're all familiar with what took place that day. Hundreds of well, don't you remember before they banned him, they kept putting on his tweets and others, "This is fake news. This is, uh, you know, election blah blah." Like it's not verified, and that was driving yes. Trump insane. Like, why are you marking my tweet, tweet my twat, my whatever his twatting is? <laughs> his twatter. As, as, okay. Yeah, it's just twatter. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Dave. The thing is, it's not even the real world. Do you go on Twitter? Wow, hasn't it? That's interesting, isn't it? No, you're on bloody TikTok, so like you know, yeah, you're already no, that, sucked in. Yeah, but I mean, I've never done Twitter, um, and um, perhaps you ought to set up a rival company. Maybe Dave. we need a De- Des and Dave Twitter site. <laughs> we need a new Twitter account. Oh my God! So yes. Um, but apparently, that as the reporters filtered through, that apparently that a large number of staff were quitting after. Well, not just that he, he he was asking them, you know, to work above and beyond and get their ass yes. to San Francisco by this time. And yes. there, people said, you know what, I'll take my redundancy and go. But these are some of the engineers that make all the site work, and there is the World Cup coming, and so on and so. On. But yeah, he may just disintegrate the company. Does they? They yeah. <laughs> but most of the money the that he spent, it's claimed that he spent something in the region of forty-four billion dollars, or something like that, or I don't know, thirty-seven billion pounds, to complete the deal. But it's claimed that a lot of that money is not his; they're investments, you know, private money, um, and. Uh, you know, he's gone into an enormous amount of debt to purchase this. I remember being told just recently, just recently, I was talking to someone, just in, you know, run, run 
real person on the street. And they were saying to me things like, well, you know, the, the rich stay very rich and wealthy because it is possible for them to live off money that they don't actually own. Much of that money is borrowed. It's, you know, it's not money that they actually own. Well, good luck to him. So, Dave, come on, tell us now. You've had an equally, I'm sure, exciting period on the British political front. So what's been going on? Well, uh, Jer Jeremy Hunt has finally announced how much more taxes you are paying, this one's paying. It's so many things. Who knows? But, you know, and they've delayed some of the spending cuts and the fiscal drag there's whoever learned that we would know what this phrase means where they're freezing all the tax thresholds so basically you get end up getting dragged into tax so all of that is to fix a problem of their own making they voted in list trust she cost people 30 billion pounds and now we've got to find 30 billion i think she should be made to pay she should be put out to work to fix her problem pull herself up by her socks and say i will do it it was a disgrace that what i did i'm going to work 30 billion pounds worth of debt off that's what we should put her to. But, you know, that's maybe just me saying that. Anyway, uh, but more interestingly, last night flashed up on the computer, Keir Starmer wants to abolish the House of Lords, Desmond. So it may be possible for me and you to get elected after all. He wants to abolish them, get rid of all the hereditary people. Well, there's only 90 of them left. Because they say it's a place where the Tories anoint lackeys to go to. So, uh, yeah, that could be rather interesting, abolishing the... I think it's almost 800 peers that are in the House of Lords. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we could have a Senate-type chamber, you know, where we get voted in for a six-year period or whatever. I'd stand. I'd stand. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, wow. Six years, that's a long time. That's okay. I'd give it... Listen, you would get a very different House of Lords. Can you imagine? Because you're not tied to a constituency, I imagine. I mean, there's not released great details, but I think it's rather brave, but also... How are the Tories going to fight against it? Oh, these people should be ennobled. They should be what? We believe in what? So, yeah, I think it's very hard to fight against these plans in these current times. Go back to, well, it was, it's, you know, 12 years ago, Nick Clegg wanted to do it as well. But um, I don't know if you picked up far. in the, I don't, don't know if you picked up in the statement made by Jeremy Hunt about extending, expanding devolution particularly to include areas like the southwest Cornwall places like that um you know having their own mayor et cetera et cetera et cetera and using that was that was slipped in so there we are so here we've got Starmer on the one hand with winding up the lords and um hunt on the other hand talking about dev further devolution in Britain. I thought it's. I thought devolution had caused us enough problem. But anyway, sorry to interrupt you, but it's just. Oh no, no, it's fine. It's fine. It was just. It's just interesting <clears throat> that Starmer is. But wasn't it? Who else spoke about dissolving the? Wasn't it a um, liberal Democrat? Men, 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 yeah, that's what I'm saying. Nick Clegg, many people over many years. But uh, yeah, let's see what happens because I think the Tories are out unless they do something. Because remember, even after the, um, Black Wednesday in '92, Ken Clark fixed the economy. It was in a roaring state in you know before Blair took over in '97. Everything was heading in the right direction, but it did not help them. 
So even if they fix the money by 2024, when most of this stuff is about to hit, they're not winning. They're not winning. But who knows? A week is a long time in politics. A lot can happen. So what's this about Richie? Rishi? 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 Rishi out in... Well, don't turn into Biden. Not been able to pronounce his name. Rishi, like Dishi. Yes. Rishi, what's happening to him? I've heard he's been seen all over the place, across the globe. Well, he went, he went over to see Vladimir Zelensky to promise another 50 million. I don't know how many missiles that buys, but um, yeah. Not I mean, a lot, I would have thought. Yeah, I think we were all shocked to see the fact that there was a missile that had landed in Poland and killed two people. And you think, oh dear, does that mean now we go to war? But then um, the Ukrainians were quite adamant it was a Russian missile and everybody else is like, no, it was a stray Ukrainian missile that might have been used to try and block the Russian one, but fell in Poland by mistake. Who knows? But I don't think people are rushing into World War Three. I don't think there's quite an appetite for it, Desmond. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with you. Because I just wonder whether or not the truth on this occasion has even been suppressed. Yeah. Yeah, maybe it was Russian. We'll never know. But you can look forward to watching the World Cup with non-drunk fans. I like the Qataris, man. They're, they're, what nonsense. They make all these promises. Yeah, we'll do this, we'll do that. Then FIFA Saturday morning. Oh, okay. So now you're banning alcohol in the stadiums, around the stadiums, unless you're in the hospitality box, Des. And you're paying 19 grand to watch the match. Then oh, you can drink yeah. to your heart's content. Oh. But yeah, Bud, Budweiser tweeted, well, this is awkward. They've since removed the tweet. But yeah, it just, uh, it shows you the corruption in, in football. But we knew this 12 years ago when they were awarded it. Like, and what's changed? It's going to be interesting to see how the sponsors deal with this after the, the event. Where's Do the you... next one meant to be? No idea. No. I thought it's about sport, Desmond. You should know these questions. Uh, to be honest, I've taken so little interest in this World Cup. I'm not entirely sure I'm going to be watching. Um, I really don't want to lend too much support to this craziness. I, uh, you know, this totally. Uh, I seriously question whether Qatar should have been given handed this. this no, well, it's not. It's not just you. There's a Netflix documentary, so. <clears throat> if you want to see all the details around it, you can go and have a look. Oh, I yeah, definitely. And is that currently on? Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. It got, it got put on a few days ago, yeah. Oh, good, because I'd like to watch that, because I think that I would... The, the whole thing smells of corruption. And I, you know, I, I you know, we've ha had the whole Seb Blatter, you know, um, confusion. Uh, and, and I'm just wondering whether they're moving in a similar direction over this Qatarian takeover of the World Cup. Qatari, so what else? Qatarian. Qatari, Qatarian. Uh, I love that. Like Twitter. I read that on Twitter, by the way, <laughs> that they were Qatarians. <laughs> oh, God. Well, let's see what uh, we have in the coming weeks. They finally and Twitter. Yeah, we should we should quickly trademark it before anything else. I think so. Before happens. it's yeah, it's Twitter. Oh, yeah, I, I sent out my twat. Here's, they couldn't they couldn't even say it on television. It'd have to be the company the company that's similarly known as Twitter. Yeah. Oh, do you think Elon Musk might 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 try to 
twat us or whatever. You think probably. probably try try and sue us. If there, if there's anyone left, there's probably no lawyers left in his department. But this <laughs> this Desmond, we are returning to the moon. Did you not see that the space rocket is it Artemis? No, has finally has finally, has finally launched. It's gone oh to the moon. God. It's on the way. Yeah, Again? I don't know when it lands. I don't know if there's a McDonald's logo on board. Who knows? But they've got. What, what, what are they seeking to establish this time? A moon so base. Second time. Oh, a, a moon, moon base. base. Yeah. yeah, like in James holiday? Bond or something. Holiday? Maybe. I don't a know if you need sunshine lotion. Are you going to book? No. Nah. <laughs> nah. No thanks. <laughs> I'll stay on Earth. Yes. I don't need it. <laughs> but what so, I like okay. is year, years ago when they first went to the moon, they said they, they didn't go to the moon to discover the moon. They went to the moon and looked back and discovered Earth. You know, they could put everybody in the entire yes. world underneath their thumb. That's nuts, isn't it? Literally, go That's quite every, profound, everyone man. on planet Earth, apart from you, Bill, or whatever his name was next to him, is behind my thumb. Now That's you'd have to make your thumb a bit bigger because there's people in the space station. But yeah, imagine having to go all the way up there just to discover that there is an Earth. Yeah, or is it rediscover? Perspective, Des. Perspective. That's what. Gosh. That's what we could write as our motto for Twitter. Anyway, enough of our nonsense. <laughs> what song is playing us out this week, Des? Well, I read a very interesting article on Twitter. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it was about the bandits that are apparently running all around the globe at the moment. And the... It, the Twitter talked about, you know, spending some money, investing some money in trying to identify them. So it's called That's the Bandit. <laughs> so it's, it's about, so we've got a song to identify bandits. And I'm saying no more on that issue. You, you can determine who your bandits are. And that's it. So that's all about you identifying bandits. And we've got a nice little jolly song to help you do that. Catch you next week, Des. And you, Dave. Ciao, ciao.
Looky there, looky there, looky there, looky there, looky there. Oh, them don't let them get away. 